Are you ready for eternal life as a popsicle? Uh, hello, my name is Wallace Smith. Welcome to a Tomorrow's World webcast. And I really enjoyed this article that I happen to read today from the BBC. Uh, it's dated November 18th, 2016. And I enjoyed it. Well, it's kind of a funny word to use. I don't know about enjoy, but I, it, I got something out of it. The title was Cryonics, The People Who Believe in a Chance to Come Back. And it's about these people uh, who are having their bodies frozen uh, when they die because they really hope that one day mankind will advance in its science and medical knowledge to thaw them out so they can continue to live. Uh, let's see, I'm just read just a couple of selections because there was a really big case recently uh, that, that addressed this that has it in the news. It says, a court has said a terminally ill 14-year-old girl could have her body cryogenically preserved in the hope she could later be brought back to life. What do people who make this choice expect? And the article talks to some. Uh, it says, here's quoting someone, I know it is a very slim chance, but however long you live is never long enough. Uh, says Chrissy DeRivas from Cornwall of the prospect that technology may one day be able to revive her lifeless body. She has saved up the 28,000 pounds. Now for us uh, Americans, Texans too, uh, that's British money. Uh, she has saved up the 28,000 pounds to be preserved when she dies, as has her husband John. Added to the additional cost to fly them to the U.S. after their deaths, the total is close to 65,000 pounds. Uh, that's a lot of money. Uh, speaking to her, she says, the idea originally came from my husband, said the 76-year-old. He talked about it quite a lot, and I thought, yuck, it sounds horrible, and I just don't want to know. Uh, later on, they're talking with her, and she says, I can't see any reason to just send me up the flume, and I hate the idea of being buried in the ground, so why not take this chance to come back again? I have three sons and they do think we are bonkers, uh, Mrs. DeRivas said, but she does say that they are supportive. And I'll add that people aren't just freezing their bodies because that's pretty expensive. For a cheaper cost, some are going the discount route and they're only freezing their heads with the hope that with their DNA, maybe a new body could be cloned and their head could you know, just kind of be stuck back on. On uh, one hand, let me say thoughts like this aren't surprising. They seem crazy, people freezing their bodies. But you know, the Bible says a few things that shed light, at least on this impulse. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 26, Paul, Paul calls, the Apostle Paul, calls death an enemy. And it feels like an enemy, doesn't it? That's a, that's a natural reaction. We want to resist the enemy of death. Uh, we long for more than what we have in that sense. And you look at what we've done. We use drugs, uh, we use fad diets, we do everything we can to try to live our lives as long as possible. And then as we fail, which inevitably we do, we, death does come closer every day, sorry to be morbid, then we try to fake it, right? We try to look as young as we can with makeups and creams and uh, frankly surgeries even these days to try to put off the enemy or at least somehow look like we are doing so. There's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to live life and wanting to live a good, long life. But efforts like these to freeze the body, they highlight the sense that there's no other hope. 
that this physical life is the only hope we have. And there's a consequence to that kind of thinking that frankly I see growing in our society. The Apostle Paul addresses it also in 1 Corinthians 15, but this time in verse 32. He mentions there, if the dead do not rise, that is if once you die, that's the end. If the dead do not rise, he says, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. And that's the sentiment that I see and if you will look closely, you see too growing in our society. A society that sees no real hope for life beyond death is a society that focuses on its bellies. And yet at the same time, a society that learns to focus that there really is something greater, that our death is not the end of everything, that there, there is something larger, there's something to come, is a society that tends to ennoble itself and focus on larger, deeper, and more important things. You know, the lady here comments about how, uh, you know, who wouldn't want this chance to come back again? In fact, the title struck me. It says, the people who believe in a chance to come back. Well, you know what? There has been a, a people who believe in a chance to come back, at the very least, for 2,000 years true Christians believe in that chance. And they know it is more than a chance, it is a reality, because they believe in one who has risen from the dead, Jesus Christ. Uh, and his message about what is in store for us is so big and so large, it puts not only the hopes of these people to shame, but frankly, what you tend to hear even in your own churches to shame. Uh, if you like more about that, we do have some material on that, in particular uh, a booklet called Do You Believe the True Gospel? I hope you'll check it out. And I hope you'll check out everything else we have available at tomorrowsworld.org.